Shall we start a Frithcast? Let's do that. Okay. You know what? Hmm. It's Frithcast number 36. 36! And that means... Let me do that again. Okay. 36! That's pretty good. I was too low last time. Were you? Yeah. Come up a bit. Okay. No, not that high. Come down a bit. It's fine. <laughs> means it's story time you're right it's you're right it's a multiple of of nine nine and every ninth episode we do story time we do 36 is a multiple of nine which tells me two things what it's story time hurrah and 36 isn't a prime number okay carry on thanks because it can be divided by nine as well as and three and twelve and various other numbers, so it's, it's, it's like one like of the least prime... Unprime number. It's like one of the least primey numbers there's ever been. Okay. Never mind. Anyway, so are we having a story tonight? Lovely listeners, is everybody sitting comfortably? <laughs> then we shall begin. <laughs> How was that? Was that all right? That was really good. Oh, thanks, I've been practising that all day. Yeah. Like the, the 50s are back. The 50s are back, children. <laughs> Sit down on the... No, don't do that. George, don't, don't do, do that. that. <laughs> oh, listeners, you're getting proper... You're getting proper BBC. I don't know, was that BBC? Yeah, Bifrost Broadcasting Corporation. <laughs> you're getting proper historical British... Oh, dear. Storytime TV this, now. Are we sitting comfortably? Then I'll begin. Then I shall begin. <laughs> Hello, lovely listeners. Welcome to the virtual campfire. Pull up a log, settle in, warm your knees, grab a coffee and or bun. It's all good. And get ready for a spot of story time. Watcher. Before we begin with story time Hmm. around the virtual campfire, let's just let folks know who we are. That's a good idea. It's a good idea. It always helps if they're going to share virtual campfire log space and marshmallows with us. And I hope they will. Marshmallows. There are plenty of marshmallows. Every ninth episode we have story time. We'd like to do you one of the longest stories. Instead of us doing an extra long episode, we're going to split the story we're going to tell you into two. So this is the first of a two-parter. As tempting as it is to do a really long episode. Yes. As tempting as it is, we're going to do a two-parter. Two-part story time. We're going to try science. Stand back. I'm making (laughs) toast. I'm going to talk through a story that comes from around the middle of the myth cycle. Mm -hmm. And it's... I'm just going to put in a footnote here and and point out the weird irony of the myth cycle having a middle. 
Yeah, it does. Well, it kind of has a middle. The basically the middle bit where there's a lot of toing and froing, there's a lot of little mini adventures happening. Things are generally pretty good. Yeah, they're 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 kind of a good thing. I like that. That's the bit that's as that's the bit that's way over the other end of the cycle from Ragnarok. Yes. So it's where Rag- Ragnarok <laughs> is the bit where everything's all gone to pot and things are thoroughly unpleasant. Yes, there's not. This this story comes from the part of the cycle where, let's just say Loki is involved, but he is much more of a mischievous Loki here rather than a malicious yeah. Loki, which he is more towards the end of the cycle. And this is a story that involves him and Thor. Now they are kind of the Norse odd couple. Okay, they okay. they kind of they're like Stattler and Waldorf from the Muppets. They kind of are very very used to each other and. Thor is the only one that can get Loki to back down. So there are a couple of tales that involve the pair of them in very they have very, very different characters, and they involve both of them getting up to mischief, which Loki tends to instigate. And doing get help. We could do get help. We could do get help. I'm not doing get help. Okay, fine. So yes, exactly that. It's yeah. that kind of feeling to this story. It's called Thor's Journey to Utgard. Okay. But it could easily just as well be called Thor and Loki's journey to Utgard. Fair enough. And Utgard is the giant's city, their fortified stead, mm. the the place where many of them live. And Thor decides it would be a great idea to go there. Okay. Yeah. Not quite sure on the validity of the good idea part. Do we know why? I mean, we have. Thor, as I recall, spend most of his time spends most of his his leisure time smashing giants up with a hammer for fun. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he, he does a lot of that, and not a whole lot of sitting around the virtual campfire eating cookies. Yeah. Doesn't do a whole lot of cookies, but they decide his, they're gonna go. His loss. I know cookies. Duh. Yeah. But then again, more cookies for us. So yay. Yeah. So they decide they're going to go there. Okay. There's not a reason given as to why they want to go there. Inscrutable godly reasons. They decide it's going to be a good idea to go there. So they leave in Thor's chariot early one morning, the pair of them. Okay. And Thor's chariot is pulled by two goats. I always imagine these as sort of not like we domesticated goats that we have now, but big kind of hairy, huge War horned kind of war goat theme going on because you've got to if you're going to pull a chariot with the god of thunder in it who's described as mighty and brawny and kind of big you're gonna have to be a really strong goat yeah to pull that chariot it's gonna have to be a goat with like muscles war goats two war goats at the front pulling the chariot with the pair of them in it like battle cattle like battle cattle so they decide to travel to Utgard, which is the giant stronghold, for reasons unknown. Okay. And they decide that on the way, they're going to go through Midgard. That's here. That's here. If you anybody... are here, big red dot. If, if anybody was in, in any doubt or wasn't clear on the terminology, Midgard, and I've learned this because I'm married to a heathen. <laughs> Mid... Midgard is here. Midgard is the here. The human realm, or if you've watched the Marvel films, you'll know this. The people realm. And it this means, realm. It means the, the the middle ground or the middle area enclosure. Yeah, middle enclosure, yeah. So found its way into Tolkien's writings as Middle Earth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they decide that they're gonna go left at Albuquerque, 
and always a good idea always a good idea and go through Midgard on their way to Utgard okay. the giant's enclosure they set off from Asgard they come on into Midgard and they travel all the day and then that evening they kind of like okay well it's getting dark and we've got no chain motels so we've got to kind of find somewhere to stay hmm. we're narnered Really, because it's cold and dark and wet and the war goats are getting a bit tired. and Because they do. Because they do. Even war goats get tired. Even war goats get tired. So they arrive at a farmhouse of a peasant family who, being all hospitable, offer them a night's lodgings, Mm -hmm. but don't have anything for them to eat because suddenly there's two more adults in the house. And the, the, the peasant family consists of a farmer and his wife and their son and daughter. Okay. And they don't have enough food to feed all six of them. Well, they might have just about scraped through with feeding four. Yeah. So Thor says, no problem. I've got this. This is like unlucky fried goat. (laughs) So. (laughs) I wanted to do a finger looking good thing there. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Copyright. Trademarked. Yeah. So unlucky fried goat. He has a trick. Party trick. Spoiler. Thor's party trick is that he can take his goats and he can kill them that night and he can put all the bones back under the skins and the following morning the goats will resurrect as big fierce war goats nice pretty good that is really useful so you can eat the goats you can eat the goats what's the um what's the mechanism of the, the the goats sort of how can i put this flesh Mm. that you've eaten yeah getting back onto the goat in fact no forget it i don't want to know Carry i'm kind of hoping they grow new oh okay fair, good good otherwise that could be really messy that would not look good no it's gonna kind of yeah get walls ceiling not good you'd need so, some no. special effects for that one yeah, anyway some special bleach for that one you go on <laughs> <laughs> okay so he kills the goats yeah and then says to the family... Shall I do sound effects? You can how, do the how sound effects. Goats? I don't know, but with Thor, big hammer. So... <laughs> and again, you've got a second goat. <laughs> Pretty good. Okay. So now you've got two dead goats. Yep. And we're going to go cooking with Titus Andronicus. Okay. And Delia Smith. And Delia Smith. <laughs> <laughs> cooking show with Titus Andronicus. No? Okay, fine. <sighs> <clears throat> Note to self, don't use that one again. <laughs> So they kill the goats and Thor says basically we can eat all the meat but don't break the bones because I need those for the resurrecty bit in the morning and then we can get back on the chariot and zoom off to Utgard and we're all good and groovy. He's just killed them. Yeah. With a hammer. Potentially. That embodies all the power of thunder and lightning. I don't know, maybe just like electrocuted them from a distance. Yeah, could be. And they didn't go squelch. He might not have done. He might not have been that hammer. I mean, he might have used a... Yeah, or just know. a... Something or other. Just an ordinary one for yeah. knocking nails in. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do. So I've got it in my bag. I'm just... Do, do, do. The farmer's probably got one. Yeah, probably has. For, like, get mixed up. Putting barns up and stuff. Put a hammer in with Molnir, it'll just kind of vaporise the barn. Don't hit two hammers together. No. Don't ever, ever. Safety note for listeners, due to complicated kinetic energy stuff, don't ever bash two hammers together, hammerhead to hammerhead. Because they'll shatter. Because they'll shatter. And if one of them's Mjolnir, 
One of them is Meow Meow. Meow Meow. <laughs> if one of them's Meow Meow. Them that is going to be one hell of a shatter. It is. It's not going to be good. So anyway, don't so, do it. Even yeah, don't do hummus, it. Don't do it. So carry on. Goats. goats. Slaughtered goats. Dead goats. They nom the goats. <laughs> om nom 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 nom. <laughs> Thank you very much for the goats. All good. It's a pretty good sound effect. Thank there. you. Okay. The slight snag they've got is that they put as they're eating eating all the goats, they're putting all the bones on the skins. Yes. This, which, is, this which, was the instruction. Which is what they were told to yeah. do. Put the, put the bones, bones, put the bones on, the yes. on the skins. Do not do not break the bones. Yeah. But the youngest lad, the young lad, the farmer's son, is that hungry, even with a whole kind of dish of goat surprise, yeah. that he cracks one of the bones to eat the marrow. Oh, no. And he was oh, yes. told. He was. He was told, don't break yeah, the bones. don't break the bones. But he does. Ah. So they all kind of go to sleep with very, very full bellies. Big pile of bones on the skin. Yeah, yeah. Wake up the following morning. Thor resurrects the goats. Doink. One of them's limping. Doink. One of them ends up lame because oh, no. the bone was because broke. Because the bone was broke. Because the bone was broke. Oh, bugger. I mean, so, how, how long Thor had them goats for? I don't know. You know. I mean, he uh, could have had them for like thousands of years. And Have you suffered a goat-related injury at work? Yeah. You too can claim compensation. <laughs> Did you have BPI on this goat? <laughs> So Thor is understandably a bit narked. Yeah, I'd imagine so. I mean, he was pretty clear. He was pretty clear. Don't don't break the, the bones. So, and this has happened. Yeah. So, you know, um, God of Thunder. Wrath. Wrath. Wrathful kind Roth. of. Wrathful, Molnir and cheesed off Thor is not a good thing. So the peasant family. Yeah, he's like, dude, if I smash you with this hammer, you won't be resurrected in the morning. Uh-uh. No. No. Oh dear. It'll not be good. I know. He's not going to kill somebody, though, for laming a goat, though. No, he doesn't. But the, the peasant family is is so afeard of the, the wrath, wrath, that. Well, most people say wrath <clears throat> these days, but it's technically wrath. Okay. You pronounce it wrath. You spell it wrath, but you pronounce it wrath. Okay. The the peasant family is so afeard of the that thing, yeah. with the Thor and the hammer and the Ra and the, the lame goat and everything else, that they say, please take our son and daughter to be your indentured servants yeah. in payment for the goat thing. Yeah. And, you know... We Good do solution, not... actually, because <clears throat> it also gets rid of the son and daughter. Yeah. Which means the two remaining people are even easier to feed, although it's going to be harder to, for them to grow their own food. Yeah. It's harder to run a farm with two than four. Uh-huh. Even without machines. Yeah. Especially okay. without machines. Never mind. But it's a fair solution. It, it is. It seems fair, equitable. Know, first, first rule of goat club: you do not talk about goat club. <laughs> okay. Not that, so, I, not that I approve of indentured <clears throat> servitude. Obviously. So they end up going from two gods to yep. having two gods and two servants. Human plebs. Human plebs are Thelfi. Thelfi. And Roskva, which I have probably pronounced horribly badly. <laughs> Yeah, but you see, you can do that. You know that thing that you do? Ruskva. See, I can nearly do it there. You, you, you do it. You do it. You see, I can't do that. I can't... I've never been able to do that. Okay. That thing with my tongue, I can't do it. Anyway, well, they've, that. They've got that. Okay. So Thor thinks, well, the four of us can't fit in the chariot, so we're going to leave the chariot behind. Right. And leave the, the peasant farmer and his wife looking after the two goats. 
his two goats. The war goats. The okay. war goats, the cheesed off war goats that yeah. are now have memories of being lame. So they come to the sea which separates Midgard from Utgard. I'm going to stop you there. Go on then. The sea separates Utgard from Midgard. Yes. Now I'm going to make a short diversion. Okay. Here. Asgard. Yeah. Vanaheim. Yeah. Alfheim. Yeah. Svartalfheim. Yeah. Muspelheim. Yeah. Niflheim. Yeah. Helheim. Mm-hmm. In no particular order, these. Okay. Midgard. And the other one. <laughs> okay. Right? Yeah. Right? But yeah. the other one, <clears throat> mm-hmm. which was... Jotunheim. Jotunheim, the one with the giants, for pity's sake, you'd think <laughs> I'd have remembered that. Right, Jotunheim. Uh, yeah. That's nine. Yes. Nine realms. For some reason, I'm holding up ten fingers, but never I mind. I can see the ten fingers. I'm okay. ignoring one. That's nine. So <laughs> if Utgard isn't part of Midgard... Yes. But it's not part of the nine... Yeah. Where is it? It's a good question. It's never actually sort of stated where Utgard is, but Utgard could be the name of the fortress rather than the name of the land it's in. Okay. So they're going to the fortress of the giants or the enclosed settlement which is in those lands. Or is it possible that nine round? This is right heresy, so Steady. please feel free to <clears throat> slap me right down for this. Druidic heresy. Here we go. Go <clears throat> on, then. Is it possible that when they're seeing nine realms, <clears throat> they mean nine in the way that when the Bible talks about 40 days and 40 nights? As in a very long it time. It means a lot. Yes, because that's a fairly big number for them. So when they say nine realms, <clears throat> they mean a lot. I'm tempted to say no. Okay. Just because my instinct says that they can count higher than nine. Oh yeah, no, but I mean, you know, but I'm can, not saying it's not because it's not estimate numbers quite. But it's quite like accurately. a, it's like a um, metaphorical thing, you know. Mm. Like, you know. Anyway, carry on. <clears throat> do go on. Okay, so they get to the sea that splits Midgard from Utgard, mm-hmm. and they find a boat. Good. And Useful they for seas. Get in the boat and they cross to the other side. Okay. It doesn't tell you how long that journey takes or what the crossing is like. They just say, get in the boat, cross to the other side. Yeah, I write That's like. kind of like Frodo and Lord of the Rings saying he set off from the Shire, he got to Mordor, dropped the ring in, job done. Yeah. It's like, get I, the boat, cross to the other side, job I actually, done. I like, actually do write like, like that, though. Yeah. That's, like, that's how whole, I do stories. And then they went movie in there that we should be able to see that we don't yeah. get to see. And then they went to such and such, and then they did this, and then they did this, and then they did this, and then that happened, and then they went home. Yes. So... Thalfi, who's the fastest of them at running, okay. runs on ahead to scout to try and find them lodgings for that evening. Is this the boy child or the girl child? It this doesn't is really matter. The, the, the boy child. <laughs> he can't find any kind of homestead or anything else in the forest. Okay. When he comes back, they find this very curious kind of cave, this very curious hall. It's not set into a mountainside. And it's as wide and as tall as the, the building entire. It's a very odd kind of doorway. Okay. And it's so dark on the inside of this hall that they can't see to the far end of it. There's no torches, no lights, no cooking fire, no people, no nothing else. So they decide to Sounds take, eerie. Yeah. They decide to take shelter in the very strange hall, given the fact they've got nowhere else. Okay. They settle in, and in the middle of the night... They're startled awake by what they think is an earthquake. There's this groaning and rumbling noise from the outside. And they go further, deeper into this, what they think is a cave. 
this is the very strange hall, no thatch roof, no beams, no wood. And they find that there's a side cave with a dead end. And then the main hall carries on stretching past that. And they can't work out what it is. Okay. What they're in. So Thor stands guard at the entrance to the largest of this room, this end, dead end, stumpy dead end bit. Yeah. While the other three spend the night and have a kip. Snoozing. Have a snooze. Snoozing their happy little lives away. Actually, they don't. They mostly sit there and be very afraid. Oh, okay. Because they can hear gribbly noises outside and it's not a good night. No. No. In the morning, Thor leaves the entrance to find there's a giant sleeping outside. Okay. And the shaking and horrible noises they'd heard before is him snoring. And making all them nightly noises that sleeping giants tend to make. Oh, yeah. Indeed. (laughs) <laughs> you see you what? see what? i was hinting at it you I had to be explicit to hint at it. i didn't have to hint at it so the giant wakes up and introduces himself as screamier screamier and he says that he's quite small as far as giants are concerned he's like a wee tiny runt and he's not very strong there's a conversation around this, I yes. assume. I mean, it's not like... Cause you when don't just I, kind of wake up and go, hi, hi I'm, I'm screaming. I'm, screaming. I'm, really I'm very tall, tall as far as giants go. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> the whole conversation here, is the fact that he says, hi, I'm really tiny. Oh, dear. Um, you know. <laughs> and then Thor realises that the hole they'd spent the night in and they'd retreated in, which was this very strange kind of thing with a short dead end to one side and then this main cave that carried on going... Yeah was the giant's glove which gives you an indication of the size of how small this giant actually is utterly massive yes utterly utterly massive so you see this is this is something that yeah because I, again i think of jotuns yes or jotnar yes i think of as being you know big yeah but not that big no you know because I've seen, I've seen Thor fighting them, and yeah. they're they're a bit bigger than him, but that's about it. He's <laughs> he's he's wailing around and hitting them with his thing, and they're falling over. And it's like none of them, the biggest giant I've seen yet, yeah, has to have been the dwarf that Peter Dinklage was playing, oh, yeah. which was an absolutely beautiful move, I thought, he's on their awesome. part. He's awesome. Um, so big giant, big giant, and they realise that they've been kipping in his glove. So they and all they didn't have. Even ask. They did no out of glove. I mean, gar. You don't want. You do not want. You don't want strange tiny gods in your glove. No, bad bad idea. You think spider bites <laughs> are bad? I mean. <laughs> so they agree that they're all going to travel together to Utgard. Giant and everybody. Scrymir suggests that they share their provisions, and they all have separate breakfasts. And he says, well, I can bob all the stuff, all of your stuff, in my pack because I can carry it easier. Okay. And so I can just pick up all your kit and I'll walk with you and you don't have to carry anything else. Result. Somebody's kind of, you know, saying they're going to carry all your gear. Wait, 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 wait. So this complete stranger that we've only just met. Yeah. Says... I'll just take all your food and provisions and, 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 and equipment and stuff, mm-hmm. bundle it off in my bag, yeah. and I'll carry it for you. Yeah. I'm like, whoa there, Pally. Uh-huh. 
I mean, I would say that if he wasn't like 47 times taller than me, but <laughs> I'd be like, are you sure? You know, it's a lot of effort for you. I wouldn't want to inconvenience you. Maybe I should carry my food and equipment and stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not quite how this works. Okay. So they decide to put all their kit in the giant's bag. Giant picks it up and starts walking. Problem. Giant stride, bigger than a god's stride and bigger than a human stride. Makes sense. <clears throat> Makes a lot of sense. So they walk all the next day, only the giant strides are, like, huge. Seven leagues. Yes, and the rest. Seven league boots. They can't keep up. Okay. And he's got all of their stuff. Even Thalfi, who is a really, really fast runner, can't run and keep up with the giant, but they can hear him crashing ahead, and they're kind of seeing the trail he's blazing. Yeah, yeah, well. So they can kind of get there. Trees disappearing, (laughs) like in Langoliers. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Done. So the evening comes and they finally manage to stagger into the oak clearing where Scrammy has gone to sleep and settled down. But basically invites the other four to help themselves to food and settle themselves into the camp. I'm going to have a kip now, tar very much. Snore. Snore. Yeah. So Thor goes to undo the knot at the top of the bag. Mm-hmm. Can't undo it. That's bad. That's not good. A Gordian knot. Gordian knot. Thor gets really, really cheesed off and resorts to Thor... He, hit, he hits something number with a hammer, one. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He hits <laughs> Skrymir with a hammer with the Molnir. That's because harsh. he's really, really cheesed off that he can't have any tea. Could he just not wake the guy up and say, look, I can't... That knot of yours, man, That is that is one kick-ass knot. And I need, please wake up. So we can have food. Unknot the knot, we can have food. <clears throat> oh no, instead it's like, I'm just going to murder this sleeping giant. Yeah. Isn't there a phrase about sleeping giants? Yeah. Don't try and murder sleeping giants with a hammer, I think it goes. Yeah, no. Okay, how does it go? I mean, how does how does this pan how out? Does this, how does this pan out? Scrimia kind of wakes up and goes, has a leaf fallen on my head? <laughs> have you actually finished eating yet? Shade. Shade. (laughs) Sips tea eye roll. (laughs) I don't think so. I don't think so. So Thor is like, WTF, mate, you're... You and those cheap shoes. You and those cheap shoes. (laughs) You go, girl. (laughs) Take those trashy shoes with you. But he doesn't. He um, basically is a little bit kind of... WTF, the dude's sitting up and he's talking to me. Hmm. Now what do I do? So Thor replies, no, no, mate, we're about to go to sleep. Everything's fine. Yeah, I wasn't really trying to murder you in your sleep. <laughs> yeah. So all four of them kind of hedge over to the other side of the clearing. You're going to scoot, 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 scoot. Yeah, it's sort of sideways, keeping your eyes on this big snowing giant. Um, Who presumably knows exactly what just happened. Quite probably. Yeah. So midnight comes... Giant starts snoring again, mm-hmm. which you'll know from aforementioned earthquake noises is earthquakey. Thor kind of gets up again, adjusts his armour, mm. brushes all the bits of twig off his... Uh, picks up his molnir and goes, right, I'm having this. Because I'm going to have another go at this murder, this killing. I am not impressed. And I've had to go to bed with no tea and I'm having a right... I've took narc. Giant killing, take two. Giant killing, take two. So he slams molnir down in the middle of the guy's head. 
and feels it sink into the giant's brain and thinks, there we go, job done. It is a good one. I'm going to have my food and go to bed. Because I've just mushed this dude's brain. Scrymia kind of sits up and says, what was that? Did an acorn fall on my head? <coughs> what are you doing over here? And Thor's like, everything's fine. La, la, la. Just getting a bucket. So he vows then that he's going to stop tickling Scrymia with Molnia and really hit him. He's going to go for it this time. He's going to go for it. Third time lucky. Just before dawn, Thor kind of tippy-toes up, swings the Molnir around, runs up to the giant, and does the whole kind of power jump onto him, sinks the Molnir into his face, up to the handle in the giant's brain, and thinks, right, sorted that. Pretty much done it this time. Yeah, because, you I mean, know. Yeah, even a giant isn't <clears throat> going to come out of that. So Scrymia sits up, Presumably Thor falls off him at that point and says, are there birds up in that tree? I thought I felt some droppings on me. Thor, are you awake? Oh, it must be time to get up. Let's go. <sighs> so Thor is well cheesed. This guy knows how to make a god feel small, doesn't he? Yeah, a bit harsh. A bit harsh, you know. <sighs> Shade. Yeah, yeah definitely. So <laughs> Scrymia then says, well, cheer up, because we're nearly at Utgard. Oh, that's yeah, good. And he says, the kingdom of the giant king is slightly to the east of where we are, but I'm kind of planning on carrying on going north. So this is where we've got to part ways. But Tar very much have enjoyed travelling with you. Yeah. It's been great. It's been fun, especially the attempted murders. They were great. They were, yeah, real kind of good times. Communal moments there. Just, yeah, sharing the... Brotherly love. Yeah, yeah thing. So <laughs> he then basically advises... Thor and Loki and everybody else who haven't really had much of a look in in this tale so far. <laughs> um, keep your pride for your own kind and keep your mouth shut when you get to Utgard because they won't handle bragging from somebody that's as tiny as you are. Little, little people. Little, little people. Little, tiny, little ant so, people. Yeah, little ant people. Thor, by this point, is seething. Yeah, I can Absolutely. imagine. Absolutely Wired for sound seething. We've got a bit of an ego yeah. bruising going on. So he basically, the, the giant, uh, Scrymia says, basically advise you to, to kind of go home and tell everybody you visited and it was lovely and just don't bother going any further because it's going to be easier for you. Do they take that <clears throat> advice? No, no, they carry on going. Okay. So all morning, four travellers continue walking eastwards and they get to the gates of Utgard. And that's where we're going to stop today's episode. Okay. So. Cliffhanger or cliffhanger. what? Cliffhanger. What's it going to be like? Who's going to be there? What scrapes are they going to get into? Oh, they get into all the scrapes. Join us next week for another exciting instalment. Oh, it's going to be actually be like next fortnight. Join us in two weeks time for another <laughs> exciting instalment <laughs> yep. of Thor and Loki and. Human one and human thing one and thing two. What are they called? It doesn't matter. Okay. I can't remember either. Thor and Loki and boy child and girl child. <laughs> in Utgard. Have an adventure in Utgard. <laughs> I assume it's going to be an adventure. It's another episode's worth. It so. is another episode's worth. We did warn you at the beginning. Do they all live? I can't tell you. Spoilers, darling. Spoilers. Or do half of them disappear? Bottom halves. <laughs> <laughs> all the top halves are fine. <laughs>
Oh dear. I know. I'm tense. I know you are. I'm going to have to be tense like this for two weeks. Breathe, woman, breathe. There we go. It's okay. So, lovely listeners, we will leave you for today's tale and we will tell you the other half in two weeks' time in episode 37. 37! 37. Which is not technically a storytelling episode, but it's going to be because it was a long story. It was a long story and I do like a good long story. Absolutely. So if you want to find us online, my name's Suzanne Martin. You can find me on Facebook. Drop us a message. Drop us a friend request. Drop us comments. It's all good. And if you want to find me, you can visit my shabby website called glassrain.net. It's fine. And my Facebook account, um, which is mostly... Yeah, it's all good. For messaging and stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, do do it, do it. Come and see us. We, we're always delighted to see you. Yeah, it's and, all good. And we'll save your space round the, the virtual, virtual campfire. campfire next time. For episode 37 and the concluding half of Thor and Loki's journey to Midgard. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>